Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Nameless Program. I am your host, Ninja, with my co-host, Jay, and we are Jayja. lot going on. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Please share the stream if you can. React and comment during the show. We'll try and uh, interact with as many of them as we can. Yeah, big shout out. How'd you like the new intro music, huh? Yeah, look at this. Kelly yeah. likes it. Kelly wow, likes new yeah. intro music. Big shout out to Praise the Lord. P R A Z E T H A, the Lord. Praise the Lord on Instagram. My homeboy down in Florida. Um, you know, he's a producer out there. Did that. Uh, did that beat for us. You know, trying to spread the vibes. You know. Yeah. I'll, I'll, on, make, sure that's the, I'll make sure that's at the end of the show. I'll, I'll pop his name up there in the. That's what's up. How, how, you, how you feeling, man? What's going on, man? How's your uh, day? Pretty much out of energy. You're echoing a little bit, by the way. So turn the volume down just a tad. Um, it's been a long one, you know. The day before July third. Wow, what was that? July third. Um, I had to put my sister's dog down. And July 4th is just a very, really busy, busy day for me for work. And then, you know, we had to go through all the fireworks and all that. And I got into an argument with, with the girlfriend, and I don't know. I was already kind of drinking anyway. I just went for a drive with a bottle of whiskey, ended up in the mountains, got really drunk, passed out in the truck, woke up, had a missed call from my dad. And he had said my aunt passed away at nighttime. Um, she had a lot of, yeah, she was old. She had a lot of mental issues and it was time for her to go. But yeah, I mean, she's been in the hospital for, you know, two years, you know, just waiting for that time to just kind of go. And I'm yeah. glad she's gone now, you know, free from Sorry, the pain. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Free from all the pain, free from all the bullshit that, you know, a lot of the things that we're dealing with. Imagine being in an old folks home. Or hospital at this time and age, you know, it's just like you're just sitting in a ticking time bomb. So, yeah, just trying to get over all this and get some. I'm a, I'm gonna need you and whoever to carry the show for me here today. But I'll try my best. Uh, the wake is tomorrow, and I'll probably go through it then. I'll save myself until then. Yeah, no, I mean, 
my grand my grandfather uh, passed on July fourth, nineteen ninety six. Yeah. So every July fourth, usually you know my family we go to the cemetery. We you know we have a little prayer thing there, and um, and then we usually go to a barbecue, barbecue, or go to the beach or something like that. You know that's our family tradition for years. You know, um, I remember my grandfather. Um, he lost me one time in Queens in Flushing. Right, they told me to go with him. I was six years old. Right, grandfather's walks with a cane. He had a he had one of those pocket watches. You know what I'm saying? And mm. um. We went to Main Street, Flushing, in Queens. Very busy, busy area. And he told me to stay right here. He just freaking disappeared. And it's like people are just walking. It's like a scene from The Matrix. Remember, like when the guy when he put Neo in there and everybody's walking and they stopped and everybody stopped. That's kind of right. how it was. And I'm six years old, so I'm totally lost. I don't know where my grandfather is. And then you know somebody calls the police. I end up in a police car. They take me back home. My grandfather comes back home later that night. Big fight with my grandma. Big fight. But guess who? Mm. Guess who's getting that ass whooping later on? Guess who's getting that? My grandfather fucked me up. He threw a cabbage pail lunch, the, the tin cabbage pail uh, lunch box. He threw that shit at me. I remember it just yeah. coming out as a kid. Oh my god! You know, so you know, my for my family, July Fourth is is that. You know, really more right. than more that than uh, you know celebrating uh, you know Independence Day. You know, but you know, you make a good point, you know, once, I think once you get to that point in your life and your body is no longer uh, ticking, there is a, there is something being said about freedom at that point, because. Yeah, they're independent from all, you know, all their things that they've been tied to here. Right, all, all the things that come obligations. into this world, right, all, everything that mm -hmm. comes in this world, your family, your, your obligations, your responsibilities, all your stress, you know, all those things are tied to it, you know, and, you know, we, we speak about independence, and, I mean, can you be truly independent, you know, what does it mean to be independent, you know? What's it mean, what's it mean to you? Well, I think what it, what it means to me is you're, you're, you're taking care of things that you, that you have to take care of, like in life as in, you know, food, clothes, and shelter, right? You're able to provide those things uh, without, you know, taking money from your parents or, or borrowing money from a friend, you know? Um, you, you know, if, even if you're working for someone, you work for yourself, to, to, to a point, you know, I think there is a, there's a sense of independence when it comes to that you have your own place, you know, or whether it is you're renting or you're owning, you know, I think that's a little bit more realistic in, in this day and time uh, for most people, you know. Um, also, there's a different element of being independent, you know, living off the grid, right? There's a, a movement of men going to Alaska, right, and, 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 and up north in Canada, and just going out there with a nap, you know, just a little travel, you know, a Euro, a Euro dirty European mm. travel bag with, with you know, whatever you can put in there. And they live off the land in the beginning. And then they build like a little hut type of uh, thing which from trees and, and brushes. And then they start building log cabins. And then it turns into a three-story log cabin. You know <laughs> what I mean? There's guys, you know, these guys are nuts. Well, these guys are being being independent from all of society, but right. I feel like 
all of us are still dependent on society and government and the man next to us, you know, our neighbors, our friends, our families. Um, so there is a certain level of dependency for us to live in these cities and communities. Right. And we right. have to do our part as well. I mean, these guys are catching their own food. You know what I'm saying? They're skinning them. They're gutting, they're gutting them out, dressing them. And, you know, when you, when you see that type type of thing, it's like, wow, you know. I, I watch a, a lot of that stuff on YouTube. Um, there's a couple of things on, like, a movie, these movie channels about stuff like that. And that kind of intrigues me. And I think there, in every man, there is that, there is that want, there is that, I don't know the word, spark that's in you that want to, yeah, yeah. you want to kind of do that kind of stuff. And then, 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 then it leads you to the way we live now. You know, in New York, you know, people live on top of each other. They've got all these buildings, and is that is that how we're supposed to live? Are we supposed to be sitting in a cubicle? Right? Are we supposed to be know. working nine to five? So, and then and then you see guys that just say, you know what? I'm out. I'm out of here. Mm-hmm. I'm packing my bag. I'm taking my my tin my tin cans and my little pots and and, and, and little Yo, clothes. What, what about women? Speaking of, what oh, about wow. women? You know, Literally. welcome, welcome wow. to the show. It's our welcome human nature. Here. Show it's our human nature to look for the opposite sex that we, so that we can bio you know, biologically procreate, right? Right. If we if we go into like an evolution evolution standpoint of that, like biologically, men were the gatherers or the hunters, sorry, and females were the gatherers. So it was like men went out and hunt. So I feel like they are still ingrained genetically with that. Like, I I need to provide. I need to provide. I need to go. And women are more the nurture, like sense. If we talk evolution, but that's changed now, huh? That's changed now a lot. It has been. Yeah. yeah, women make more money than men in in, in a lot of cases, and th- that type of living doesn't really, you know, I mean, in the city, in the cities, it doesn't really exist. I mean, you could have a little garden or a little a windowsill, herb, <laughs> some, but you know, people aren't really doing mean. that uh, in the city. I mean, maybe you go down south of the Midwest, you still have people that hunt and 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 stuff like that, but you know, outside of that, women have a green light now. You know, uh, in most cases, you know, and the roles of men have changed. The roles of women have changed in, in, in society and in family. You know, so we have a certain nature, right? We have a certain nature where you say biologically and for years, we're the, the hunters and the women mm-hmm. were the, the gatherers and the nurturers. So where does that leave us? Where does that leave I mean, you? We're, we're, we're in the modern world now, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and all of us, almost all of us have to work. And employees are always claiming that they need more independence and they want, you know, they just need more space. But I feel like a lot of employees and people who work fail to realize how much BS, like I'm on the other side, that the bosses have to deal with, you know. So if you do something wrong, that lies on them whether it's liability or losing a client, et cetera, et cetera. So there's really a, a real strong sense of dependence on each other. So there is no real independence when you come to work. I mean, you're getting paid to be there and do your job, you know, so that right. when you go home, you can have independence. You can have shelter, food, water, and all the things that you need on top of that as luxury items, right? 
but essentially you're dependent on your job like essentially for your independence you are dependent on that cash flow because you won't have independence without it <clears throat> or the government that's the other thing all the unemployment and stuff like that that's another dependency where we're you know relying on someone else to meet one part of our um, needs and like what we want that's a that's the huge thing that's why I'm an independent contractor now um, because I kept working for companies that like I'm dependent on the boss and the boss is dependent on this boss but the the upper boss up here is like super corrupt and doesn't care about all the other people that he's you know are dependent on him and, and that's where I was getting messed up because I wasn't getting taken care of my needs weren't getting met so I was just like screw this system I'm gonna go be an independent contractor and do my own thing you know what's crazy is like we, we talk about the government and we talk about our employers, um, but there are people that have mastered the art of dependency. Mm. Using the system mm. to the T, knowing the ins and outs and how to pimp the system so they don't have to, you know, um, work or they don't have to try to be independent, you know, because it's hard. It's work, you know. Getting up every day and, and doing the things that you have to do to provide and to, to, to eat and get your life and your family uh, to a, a, a certain point, a better point. And there's people that are, and there's it's generational. They pass that, they pass these tricks of the trade down. Mm -hmm. you, know, you know, they, oh, you do this, or do that, oh, this is how you get this check, and this is how you got to go fill out this form and do it like this. You know, and, you know, e even with housing, you know, there's uh, uh, subsidized housing, low-income housing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's people that pass that down to the next generation. And it's, what, it's about when you, what about when you completely give all that up and just say fuck it and become homeless? Right. Uh, I've you? done that. I've done that. What do you so mean? Fed up with everything. Mm-hmm. But my life had to get real messy before I did that. Like, um, so I was dependent on drugs for a lot of my, like, uh, first adult years, like 18, 19, 20. Um, so when I came off the drugs, nobody really wanted to help me because that's that kind of happens when you're a drug addict and you're fucking everyone over. Um, and so I had to, like, fuck the system because no one would give me a house, no one would give me a job, no one would do anything. And so I had to move into a homeless shelter. And honestly, that was one of the most humbling things because it's crazy. Like, it's nuts. But all these people, they feel... Like, they're not getting their needs met from a government that's, or from a society that says it's going to help them. It's kind of sad. It's fucking sad. Yeah, I mean, but, you know, you think about homeless people, there's, there's different variables when you think about that, right? Because they do have a sense of freedom that we oh, don't yeah. have, right? They wake up when oh, they yeah. want to. They sleep where they want to. And they have the best dogs. You ever seen a homeless-sized <laughs> dog? I mean, they're trained and, you know... They don't even, he doesn't even have to say anything to the dog. The dog just knows, you know what I mean? It's like, they have the best, best dog. The best part of being homeless is you get to piss and shit anywhere you want. Oh, that's in your own pants. I, I hated that. I hate, I used to have to shower in the truck, um, the truckers stop or whatever, where they have the yeah. showers and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And like the worst experience ever was there. So I just started like walking outside and like finding like a little corner and like doing the whole, the hoe bath where you just like dump a water bottle on you and like scrub out your armpits real fast and stuff. I, I wish Lou was here <sighs> to explain the Puerto Rican shower. <laughs> the other day, oh. he, was all, he was all sweating, and we're, we're getting ready to do our Twitch stream to watch Independence Day. And he 
he's like, okay, I got to get ready. He takes off his shirt and starts wiping himself down. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, that's a whore bath. Yeah, that, that right there. That's it. And then I was like, you know what that is? It's a Puerto Rican shower. You know, you know what's crazy? I, I was homeless. I was homeless, too. I was homeless for four years, mm. right? Uh, from my teenage years to, I would say, about my early teens, like 21, when I actually got a pretty decent paying job. And I used to, you know, but I wasn't homeless, like, on the street. I wasn't, like, a like a bum, you know, for lack of better words. You know, I would stay over at my friend's house. Sometimes I sleep in the park. Sometimes I sleep in the train. Sometimes I sleep, like, in the staircase of a building uh, on the on the floor that's at the roof, you know, because nobody goes up there. Um, well, some people do, but, you know, for the <laughs> most part, it's, it's pretty, you know, you're all right. And then you leave in the morning, you know, so... And I know all about that, you know, but you learn a lot. You, you mm -hmm. learn really how to survive and you know mm -hmm. where to go to to get water. So if you need to take a little bird bath, right, you know, you know where to do it. You can go. To, I used to go to Elmer's Hospital um, and they used to have these bathrooms there. And, and I used to go there. They have paper towels, you know, so I used to, you know, if I didn't, couldn't take a shower that day, you know, so mm -hmm. brush my teeth. And I, you know what the funniest thing was? I used to sleep in the park sometimes on the slide. So you know how the slide is like this? I used to sleep on the slide. <laughs> like in the tunnel? Yeah, yeah. No, no, it yeah. wasn't a tunnel. It wasn't a tunnel slide. It wasn't a tunnel slide. It was just like a regular slide. I sleep on the bottom part. And I just used to look up at the sky. And, you know, you could see the stars. And there's like a piece that, there's a piece about that. But I wasn't homeless because you know, I wanted to be this independent guy. I just had a situation uh, in my life that, you know, turned out to be that way. But, you know, you, you learn to be resourceful. And... I can see how people can figure things out. You know, we think that we need money, but, you know, not really. You know, it, it's it's harder to just give that up. Mm -hmm. You know, it's really hard to just, like, give that up. Like, I spoke about those guys just packing their bags and going and living off their own. It's harder to do that, taking that step, because there's a fear. You know, we're so used to living this structured way in, in society that tells us or you know, pretty much there's a, there's a, a ABC on how, how to be a freaking human being, you know, and that's not really it. I don't think that's it. And I think that's one of the reasons a lot of these things are happening, you know, because we're not supposed to be living on top of each other. You know, people are not supposed to be sitting on a, in a desk. You know what makes me happy? That hat. Oh, yeah. That, ha that hat makes me, oh, oh. yeah, that hat, makes, that hat makes me so happy. Oh, they used, they Perfect. love they loved us a lot. Uh, Not everybody can get yeah. this hat. You know, you know they closed down, that. right? They'll you know they be back open. They'll be back open once the tour is running. It's basically a club, and all the women in there are working girls, and it is shoulder to shoulder crammed. And we found the best nights to go are Wednesdays and Thursday nights because they outnumber us like three yeah, to that's one. That's ridiculous and. And, and the talent, the talent that's there, it's, it's like unimaginable. You know, yeah. we, we just go there, we buy a bottle, we just drink, have fun, dance. You know what I mean? The, you know, we're not there scoring chicks, you know what I mean? But it's just the fun of it and just being around that actually, energy. Actually, Ninja's out there breaking chairs and shit. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. So, sorry. Nah, okay. So Even I was sitting funnier. down. <laughs> I'm sitting down drinking and this girl... You know, no, you like, were hide. You were hiding. Yeah, I was hiding. Yeah, I was hiding. I'm trying to hide from these girls because, you know, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. It's hard to explain. <laughs> I, I don't want to sound like, you know, I'm like, you know, 
got a big head and you know whatever but i'm trying to hide from these girls you know because you know they, they're like you know what i mean so i'm trying to hide yeah. sitting down like on the cut everybody's standing up i'm sitting down so they can't see me this girl weaves <laughs> her way to me right she fucking weaves her way she finds me and she fucking puts her big gigantic fake ass big gigantic fake ass right and she has beautiful i, I don't even remember how, how she was but she can't be she was at Dolce Vita, she can't be that bad, okay? She can't. It's impossible. The worst girl there is good. You know what I mean? Like, you know, the worst girl there is probably like 7.6. You know what I mean? Like the worst. So she's sitting on me like, bang, 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 bang. Like, you know what I mean? I'm just like, ah! You know what I mean? I'm, just, I'm just like, oh, my gosh. I have my drink on the table. I'm just thinking that she's going to knock over the drink. You know what I mean? I'm thinking about other stuff. And then. Boom! The chair breaks. Okay? The fucking chair. This girl was slamming. She was slamming. She had a big booty. Wow. Jeez. Oh, boom. And I was like, it was hurting. Like, it didn't feel good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Some people like lap dances and stuff. To me, that's like one of the most uncomfortable things. You got your keys in your pocket. You know, the girl's mm. eyes on your fucking keys rubbing into you. Like, that's, you know, it doesn't feel yeah, I don't like you're it. Going into your foreskin, you know, it's, yeah. it's not a good feeling. There's no room for it. In, there's no time out for adjustment there. Okay? Yeah. Right. Yeah, you're wearing jeans or pants. Don't time zipper. a lap dance. Listen, don't, the only time a lap dance is good is if you're wearing basketball shorts. If you're wearing basketball shorts, the lap dance is real good. Oh, you guys probably don't know how basketball shorts are. But anyway, no, so. No. I... <laughs> oh, oh man. Yeah, I mean, that, that, was a, that was a crazy, crazy moment. So the guys, they really liked me over there. So they gave me this hat as a souvenir, you know. I mean, <laughs> it's, pretty, it's pretty awesome, you know. Did you guys see any of the fireworks yesterday? Oh, let me show you. Let me show you what L.A. looked like yesterday, okay? Just look at this. It was everywhere. Even, okay, mm. I'm going to turn the volume down a little bit. Ooh, look at that shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, oh, man. Bang, bang. Drone footage. There was down. Of, uh, helicopter footages. This is me driving home from work. Uh, everywhere. Oh my, oh god. my god that was like the peak Holy crap. all i'm gonna say is bang bang okay i, I was getting kind of annoyed because i delivery drive so i'm out there it's like nine o'clock i'm about to get off and everyone in, is in the street lighting off fireworks and i'm like trying to get to my houses and I'm, i have to stop for every firework and they're all going off. It was the most annoying thing ever. You know, I love fireworks. It's not dead. You know, like, we talk, we, we're talking Independence Day, right? And, you know, yesterday was Independence Day, as we know. Mm -hmm. And um, 1776, right? Uh, independence from Britain. Is that is that correct? Right. That's correct, right? So there's a, there's a thing, you know. A lot of people really don't feel that, you know. They don't really feel that they were free and independent and, and had liberty, you know. Slavery was going on, right? Mm -hmm. You know, you tell people that are descendants of slaves or enslaved, enslaved, the enslaved, that it's Independence Day for you, and you, you know, your ancestors are, you know what I mean? It's fucking, nah, they're not, they're not, you know, not doing that. So there's, there's a, there's a, a second Independence Day in this country. A lot of people don't know about. They call it Juneteenth, June nineteenth. 
Um, Everyone knows about it now. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I mean, yes, it's all over the place. And I think it's, it's good that people do know. And I just want to touch upon it a little bit because, you know, I think it's important for everybody to know, uh, no matter, uh, you know, what background or nationality you're from. If you're living in America, you should know this, you know. Mm-hmm. Juneteenth is, is pretty much um, black folks were, were really free or started to be free or given freedom in this country, right? It's quote, unquote. You know, we couldn't even argue that, right? But it started out in Texas, all right, I believe, if, uh, if I got my history right. Emancipation Proclamation was signed. Um, it was, look, don't ask me about dates, but after the, <laughs> when, after the Emancipation Proclamation <laughs> happened, it was like two years later. Because people didn't tell, the slave masters didn't tell their slaves that they were free in, in the South. Oh, no, mm-hmm. they didn't. It went on for two fucking years. Mm-hmm. Okay, two fucking years. Until uh, one of these guys from the Union went down to Texas, Robert East, uh, 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 you know, yeah. gave up, right? But there was another guy, another group of people that were still fighting. And then when they finally, you know, took them over and brought the message to them, then it's like, all right, you know, everybody's free, right? But then again, it's like, all right, well, we've been slaves this whole time. We're free now. Where do we go? Mm. What do we do? Mm. I don't have a place to go. I don't have a place to live. I don't have a place to sleep. I ain't got no way to make money. That's all of them. There was like 250,000 enslaved people in Texas alone at that time. You know what I mean? Because people were bringing, people were like moving to Texas because that that was like the the spot where it was still cool. Nobody told nobody. It was still going on after two years. You know what I mean? So, you know, 250,000. Where do they go? What do they do? It's crazy that you even think about that. And then to it's, see how... It's still happening. It's still happening. Right. But but to, to see how far black people in America came from then to now, you know, all right, you're, 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 you're enslaved, now you're free. You're independent. Really? Yeah. <laughs> really? But nothing. To, to, to see where we are now, it's, it's, it's incredible. It's incredible. Right. And oh. there's still a lot of work to be done. There's still a lot of progress to be made, you know, but I love the I love the movement though. I was ninja, watching a ninja can we get a ninja clap a ninja for Juneteenth? Can we get a ninja clap for Juneteenth? <laughs> no, I was watching uh Formula One had its uh first race today and Lewis Hamilton's the only black driver and he's everyone's wearing the end ra- all the drivers are wearing an end racism t shirt. Nice. And it's, it's a sport that spends the most money in the world. And you have all the drivers out before the starting grid on a knee. Mm-hmm. And it's, we're definitely, the entire world is conscious of what's begun here in the United States of America. Wow. And I think that's a beautiful thing. That cheers cool. to that. We're at oh, the halftime. Yeah, we're, we're at halftime. <clears throat> cheers. Cheers. Ah. Oh. Oh, that was That's a good, good one. Right? Mm-hmm. Well, think, thinking about it, right, when you think about being independent, the first real independent move that you really do is trying to be independent from your parents, right? Mm-hmm. Right? Trying to get out the house, getting a job. You know, what, what was that like for you guys? I what age? The, like, you know? I, mine was 15 the first time. But then I went into, like, a party house. <clears throat> But then after that, like, you know, I had to go, you know, to college and move out. And I remember, like, maybe, like, the second week, I was like, oh, I miss home. 
I miss having this full fridge. I miss, you know, I was like, depending, like, depending on my parents is not too bad. Maybe I'll go right. back. I got bills. I got to work. This is tough. Mm. I remember Yo, listen, being my, a kid was good. My mom still doesn't want me to be independent. Like, she'll still make yeah. me cook food and tell me that she want to drop it off and she want to clean my house. I'm like, yo, 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 mm-hmm. take it easy. That was a long time ago, but I'll still pick up the food. You know what I mean? I'll still get the food. You know, I mean, you know, mothers are going to always be mothers, you know. But, you know, I think when, to say when I was in my, my childhood was a, a, a little little rough, you know. Um, I had a, I have a, a six-year-old, my, I mean, six-year-old. Me and my sister are six years apart, and she was a lot young. She's, you know, when I was 16, she was mm. 10. When I was yep. 18, she was 12. Yep. So I had to do a lot for, for us as much as I could, even going through the situations I, I was in, um, you know, uh, some family issues where, you know, I had to grow up quick. Mm-hmm. Um, I learned to be, uh, I learned to be ind- independent, you know, uh, real young, or re- I would say resourceful more than independent. I would say I learned to be resourceful when I was really young and learn how to cook, clean, you know, take care of things and make money and, know where to allocate the money. You know, I just can't buy whatever I want. I, I have to make sure my sister has clothes. Mm-hmm. I've got to make sure the laundry has to get done, try to pay some bills if I could, you know. But being being 16 years old, working at Burger King, <laughs> not really, you know, so I had to learn to, I learned, I learned how to hustle, right? I learned how to hustle. I learned how to, 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 to get money, you know. So, you know, it's, but I think, I think that's like the first step. For everybody. What about you, Heaven? Well, I have I have a similar story as yours because my sister is five years apart and she's younger. And my mom worked three jobs. Um, my dad worked overnight. So we come from a very poor family. So at the age of, you know, seven or eight, whenever my sister was born, you know, I had to start helping taking care of her, which took away my independence a little bit as a child. You know, because children should just be free. They don't have any responsibility. It's like the freest moment in your life. Yes, you are dependent on your parents, but like you have nothing um, to be responsible for. You have nothing to, you know, do really, but be a kid. And so then I went on this strike when I was about 16 or 17, where I just did whatever the fuck I want. Like, I didn't go to school. I didn't, like, you know, call mom and say, I'm going to be out all night. I didn't do, like, none of that. I was like, fuck this. You know, when you're independence is taken away and you finally are like I've had enough and I rebel you kind of go crazy a little bit so I was kicked out at 17 um and so it was like okay well if you think you're an adult and you can do whatever you want go figure it out so I've been fumbling around since I was 17 trying to figure out how to take care of myself since and I mean listen listen you're not a little girl anymore you're very much a woman oh no speaking of women Set those girls free. <laughs> Set they them free. <laughs> Heavenly. Every show. Every show your Set shirt gets free. lower and lower. I, I mean, love geez. it. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to see your belly button soon. <laughs> no. <laughs> you have an in or an Audi on the next Nameless program. <laughs> <laughs> Find out if Heaven has an in ear and outie on this episode. Buttons. Buttons. (laughs) Sexual independence. Mm. Uh, Especially for women. Like, men have never really had that issue, right? Men have never really had to deal with sexual independence. They've always been kind of walking around swinging their dicks. But, But women, 
it's been uh it's been oh. it's been quite the road especially i would say the last 20 years i think oh, yeah. in the 70s it was really open and then when hiv aids happened it really slowed everything down for women as far as sexual independence goes but now it's making a really strong comeback oh yeah um that that's the one thing I struggled with as a, as a woman most. Um, and I grew up religious. So one of the things that like they always preach to us that like our body is a holy temple and we really shouldn't have sexual desires. It's not something anyone ever talked about. I mean, I was 13 years old and I was like experimenting with a girl and her mom walked in and made us go talk to the preacher about how it's really, really bad to be experimenting about your sexuality at that point and, like, you know, confess our sins and all this other shit. So I always grew up thinking that, you know, like, my sexual desires, my sexual tendencies, my fantasies, all my shit is dirty and it's wrong. And, you know, I shouldn't be talking about it. I shouldn't be acting on it. I shouldn't be doing any of that stuff. And it's come out really negative sideways um, in some of my past relationships because sex almost to, to me for a while, it's finally over the last like two years that I've conquered that. But sex to me was, it was dirty and women shouldn't, you know, think about it. And that was what I got fucking shoved down my throat. Yeah, I don't think it's uh, dirty. I think it's delicious if I Sean know, was here. And I think he's here. He, he would, in the he, yeah, he would, together with me, oh. go, mm. see, see, you hear that, Sean? Things getting shoved down her throat. Religion getting shoved down her throat. What's since she I, shoving down her throat since now, Since I'm Sean? here, since I, yeah, I did want to point that out. I'm glad you brought that up, Jay. Because <laughs> her toilet does have more supplies than the back of my plumbing truck. <laughs> Shut <laughs> up. Better, better. Huh? But all the, what about your bedroom? It's like yeah. sexual is sexual independence for women is like when they start using using dildos and vibrators. Is that is that what it is? No, it's more about like being vocal about like what I want and what I don't like and what I do like. And I mean, like I've had plenty of relationships where I've just let the man like kind of pretty much take over and I, I'm just there. Hey. So give, give, give me an example, Heaven. Give me an example of that, like being vocal. Like, so what would you say? Like, what you know? Give me an example of that. Well, okay. So, like, a lot of men don't know how to uh, pleasure a woman, like orally or with their, because every woman likes it a little bit different. So it's like just giving, like maybe suggestions, like you know, maybe put your tongue in a circle and then up and down and then side to, you know, just like little things like that were things that I never talked about. So you want the you want the alphabet. You want the alphabet. I do want the alphabet. Okay. Yes, I do. Sean, you see how you see how complicating this is. I've always thought it. I've always thought it was better. Like rather than just do the simple alphabet, you know, you should spell out different words and make her guess Ooh. what you're trying to do. Ooh, that's fun. Get Sean, huh? You know what? You know why? Do you know why? <laughs> Because he's circumcised, his penis has independence. That's right. I well, and I, you know, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Meanwhile, <laughs> so we've come up with this uh, fantastic idea. Yeah, yeah. like men, yeah. you know, men, men yeah. are simple. This is, no, it's a very no, good idea. Men yeah, are simple. We're gonna, get, we're gonna get turtlenecks, okay? And we're gonna but put that extra logo long, on the turtlenecks with extra long, extra long necks. And we're going to pull it over our head. <laughs> All of us. But oh Sean has to cut his on air. 
<laughs> and then say Mazel Tov when it's all over. Mazel Tov. Are they, are they going to be skin colored turtlenecks? Are they well, going to like, oh, this is yeah, grand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yours is going to be the be best because you're bald too. It's and all, exactly, <laughs> exactly. No, and then and then Ninja has to tie his hair up. Like you this. think maybe like I, you know, yeah, I. I've never he, has dealt to, with he, he has to pull the pubic hair out of the foreskin and tuck it back in. <laughs> having having never dealt with smegma, like, do you, what do you think would be the best stimulator for that? Do I just need to get like like a vat of lard and like put that on my head first? I mean, is that would that work, or what do you think is a better stimulator? Yeah, do we need to make sure work. that there's there's a hair stuck in listen, it? Listen, listen, Sean. We keep things kosher on the show, okay? No lard here, brother. <laughs> oh fuck! I, I done fucked up. Yeah. yeah, you're 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 not being very halal. Yeah. You can just use lotion. It looks the same. Just oh, smear it on thick. <laughs> no, it's got to be. Clear. Does it need to be like it's cocoa butter? Clear. Does it need to be like oh, so? It's very clear, right? Okay. Oh, so Vaseline. It might. It could be a little cloudy, <laughs> a little cloudy. So like cocoa butter. That's what I was. Thinking. Yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> I have some. I'll mail it to you. Or if it's, I mean, if it's warm in your room, then you can use coconut oil. But <laughs> you, could, you could, you could do like a whole spat in a cold yeah. room, yeah. and then come out into a warm room and just let yeah. it just kind of just have it like melting head. down yeah mm -hmm. listen cocoa butter is great for shafting I'm just letting but you know. but you guys so when you guys <laughs> when you guys it. when you guys do it with the sweater you're gonna just pull the sweater back over your head and say we're excited to be here i mean I look don't get mad at us because you got all those uh 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 well, since the sense sensors removed from your penis, man, you know, you, you know, can't feel it the way we feel it. You know what yeah, I mean? You, yeah, you know, I, you know, I'm not that mad about it because how can you be mad about something that you've never known? Yeah, because that, well, yeah, you've got a good point. But I think yeah. like 80% of sensation you're missing out on. No, that's yeah. probably a good thing. I mean, I'm a premature <laughs> ejaculator anyways. I, you know. It's like it would have been too much anyway. It's way too much. It. Yeah. yeah. yeah like, let me, can guys, can guys without foreskin masturbate without lubrication oh yeah and? i mean do what, how do you guys use like, the sock I got, no i got a little bit no. left i got a little bit of it left you know so it just kind of it works <laughs> it's it's still like like so you um, can't take a full stroke do that again heavenly it's like what like, <laughs> this show always has such high ideals when it starts out and it always i know you know what we're gonna call it we're gonna call this the show. no it's called the shameless program yeah. <laughs> oh my god nah, you know there's nothing to it you know a couple Just of strokes your and you're done yeah i mean spit works great yeah there you go. I don't need any of that. I can do that right now. I've actually been doing that for the last 10 minutes. The whole minutes. time. Yeah, oh, my figured. God. The entire oh, yeah. time. Yeah. It was really ever since you mentioned Heavenly's breasts, wasn't it? That's, that's You ever that's have, like, when you were a kid? I think, belly 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 I think it's when we talked yeah. about the belly button. That's when he started. Yeah, that's maybe. when it started. <laughs> Absolutely. Look, she I'm, went off. <laughs> I was going to say <laughs> Someone called you me. Ever, Sorry. It was perfect timing. Yeah. Did you ever have a water weenie when you were a kid and you can like play with it so like the water goes from the, the bottom to the top and back and forth? That's very much like masturbation when you're yeah. uncircumcised. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah, I guess. Just squishes around. Yeah. 
like that yeah. like that thing with the glitter and like it's like that my thing. water we need to had what do what glitter yeah <laughs> i always had one that had glitter in it it was like a little it looked like a pocket pussy but it was like it had glitter and water and you're like oh thank boop. god Larry's it, like, not here like, right now yeah. no they were like these little rubber tubes with a with a note uh, with like a hose tip and you'd fill no. it with water it'd be pressurized yeah no. It was called a water weenie. Oh, man. I don't know if you guys think, can see. I right? think I missed out more there than with the foreskin, to tell you the truth. Listen, mm. I'm going to share something with you guys. Probably. Yeah. Turn my fan off. I live in a basement apartment. I turn my fan off, right, for the show. But I'm fucking drenched right now. Yeah, okay? I think, <laughs> I think... you can see the fucking sweat. No, Fuck Luke, me, you just, you're supposed to take your shirt off and just dry I'm it off. I'm fucking it really dying well. right now. Look at <laughs> this you shit. Are dying. Can you fucking see this? <laughs> Holy shit, man. I'm trying to keep it Whoa. fucking cool. But I'm melting now over here, man. I'm fucking now we melting. know what you can use for schmegma. Oh, <laughs> I just need to. I just need Ninja just to be... bottle up a bit of his of his yeah, sweat. Fuck. You should you probably have do ninja. that anyway. You could probably sell that. You just have Ninja and Luke. Take a Puerto Rican shower and send them the wet T-shirts to you, and you yeah, just, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll just oh squeeze them out. God. <laughs> oh lord! I mean, that oh. sounds. I mean, that's that. That sounds fantastic, to be honest. Oh man, men and women. All right, yeah. independence for men and women. Relationships, independent uh. women, independent ladies. All my single ladies. All, is yeah. this? You know, how do you feel about that? How y'all feel about that? Independent. Single I ladies. Like, I like women being wild and free, man. That's what mm -hmm. I like. Mm -hmm. They're less of a bother to me when they're that way. <laughs> I've been in some really. I've been in some really bad, like codependent relationships where the man doesn't let me be free and be who I am, and they're very controlling and dominating. Um, like, my last ex wouldn't let, let me go to the library because he was afraid I'd meet some dude there and leave him. So it's like, <sighs> women just need to be independent. Women need to claim back their independence. Because I see a lot of women that are in these, like, trapped, very codependent relationships that are too afraid to step out of that and just take the control. Like, it's like, I know it's daunting because you literally take on the responsibility for your entire self, your emotional regularity, your finances, like everything. But it's the best thing that you can do for yourself as a woman, I believe. Well, I think that's part of the problem with the entire idea is that you have a lot of women who are still under this sort of thinking that they're not capable of doing that. Mm -hmm. I think... I think that's kind of a self-imposed problem a lot of the time. That was one thing my ex would tell me all the time is that, like, you wouldn't be able to make it without me. Like, you won't be able to do it. And and it's not fucking true. Like, I'm 100% better. I make way more money than I did when I was with him. And, you yeah. know, it's it's a better life. Do you, do you want to promote your OnlyFans now, Heavenly? No, I'm okay. <laughs> Okay, so all right, let's talk about sexual independence again in a, in a further scale. Prostitutes, prostitutions. We're not talking about the ones that get abducted and, and stolen, yeah. but we're talking about we're the not ones talking that about slaves. Choice. We're talking about free yeah, we're not, right. yeah. Heavenly, we're talking about women that have made that uh, independent in, contract. Yeah. <laughs> independent <laughs> contract. I work for Grow, <laughs> thank you, but okay. Uh, 
I read a book actually. It was about this Olympic Olympic gold medalist who um, she went on to win the Olympics, and then she became a very high end um, sex trafficker. And she was like the number one in New York or something, like fucking all these top dollar men. And she fucking loved it because of the sexual power and freedom that she had within that those bounds because she got to control everything. It was like, you know, she didn't want to go. She didn't have to go. You know, she didn't have to talk to men that she didn't want to talk to. You know, she did what she wanted sexually and it was, she made money off of it. And I don't know. That was her thing. She loved it. Yeah. But, but you said sex trafficker. I know. I was gonna oh, sorry. Fuck? I'm a sex worker. My bad. You know, you know, you know wow. up? I'm like, I don't I think we can, I, I don't think we can get on board now. with that. No, you know, sex worker. You know what's fucked up? A, a woman We're not can, talking about Jesus. a woman can be a, become a prostitute and be considered number one. Like guys, when I think of number one, I think of Mike Tyson, Muhammad Ali, Michael Jordan, LeBron James. Like this, these are the kind of guys when you say like number one. You know what I mean? These guys really had to work hard on their craft to be considered the best, number one on top. You know what I mean? Yeah. But there's a girl, there's a woman out there that's just you know prostituting herself. And she's considered number one as something. But she she has to work hard on that, too. That's another thing. There's a lot of beautiful women out there. But to be, like, one that someone pays, like, top dollar for, like, your your hair has to be good. You have to be working out. you got to be eating right. you got to be taking care of yourself. you got to be doing all the things you would be doing as an athlete. You're, you're doing as a sex worker because you want to remain, you know. All right. Hold on. Let's see what, let's see what the survey Wait. says. The survey is, says? Is, is, is sex a sport? Is sex a professional sport at that, at that No, point? no, I'm Hold just on. saying like the daily regimen would be kind of like an athlete because they have to do the same thing. <laughs> or a celebrity, if we wanna if we wanna get rid of the athlete, uh, we can say celebrity. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, oh. I, I don't know if I can get on board with that. Yeah, the but. survey says you know what's harder in the Listen, realm. You know what's harder? I think uh, a male sex worker is a harder job than a female sex worker. Mm. Oh, yeah. Wait, why? Why do you think that? It's hard because at some point we're going to need to reload. We're going to need to dock and reload. (laughs) It's a shame you can't show that picture. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, there's definitely a double standard when it comes to that because men's anatomy are different than women's anatomy. I used to work with a guy named Coffee. He was from Ghana, African guy, right? And he used to tell me, Pac, I need to tell you something. This is one thing you need to know in your life. Because a woman, <laughs> all she needs is soap and water. The pussy is new. Soap and water and the pussy is new. It's, it's new again. See, you are not like that. You and me, we're not like that. We're different. Man, you know, I never, I can never forget that conversation. We were eating, you know what we were eating? We were eating uh, Kung Pao chicken <laughs> together. And this is the guy, he would eat the peppers. The peppers, he would just eat them. I've never seen anybody do this. And I started doing it when he started doing it. It's, I don't know, I might have a fucking hole in my stomach at this that point. That sounds like a good time to me. That's, but this that's, guy, that's what I'm no, about that I'll life. Never, we, were in, we were in a truck together, and he you told me, this. Said, Pop, soap and water, that's all they need. It's new again. I said, fuck. It's deep. Think about it. It's heavy. Heavy shit, man. But is you know, that we, true, though? Like, just a little uh, soap and water? What about, like, one that's been pretty stretched out? And, it doesn't you know? really work that way. They're, they're, they're all on. stretched out to us. Well, <laughs> well the Asian people, yes. 
I can't feel kinda nothing. Y'all, y'all kind of ruined our women, okay? Now we yeah, I mean, look, let's face women. it. I had half of mine chopped off when I was a baby, so, you know. <laughs> you can't feel nothing. Women. I'm in there like, I'm in there like this trying to feel something. <laughs> let, let me just, let me just hug a wall. Let me just See, hug this a wall and stick to the one. wall. <laughs> So they can actually enjoy the sex. It sounds like. Oh my gosh! You know, you know, you know. You a G. You when your finger game is probably better than your dick game. Yikes! Oh my god! Fury. Yikes! You know, unless you're Fury. Yeah, I mean, this girl I I used to date back in the days. You know, she told me it was an Asian girl too. She was like the only Asian girl I've dated. I don't know if I said this in another show. She was like. Yeah. Oh, three, she was like three fingers, three fingers, and I was like, "What does that mean?" She's like, "She wanted my dick to be the width of three fingers." I don't, like, I don't think I that's like asking this, for that. Or like much. This. <laughs> this, this is three fingers. <laughs> three fingers. Yeah, I was like, and this is like a little petite <laughs> Filipino girl. You know what I mean? I'm like, fuck. I don't know. What are you gonna do? Well, the well, the reason why I say three is because three you talk about three, but then when you go to two, that's a big difference there. I th- yeah. yeah, it's like two that's and a half. Korean. <laughs> <laughs> that's Mandango. <laughs> and the girls like when I see a girl fist herself like in porn or whatever, I cringe. <laughs> Listen, man, no. I've done that. I I put. I've wait, what? I've been up to the wrist. I've been up to the wrist in some pussy. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> I've been wrist. I've been wrist deep in the pussy. Okay. I'm not yeah, even I mean, gonna lie. Have, you you have to propose Let me to see her. No, oh, no, I don't put it in like this. I put it. In yeah, like you do this, like this. And then you got to get in there like this. Yeah, so you work in at like it. this. You do one of these. Yeah, you work oh. at it. <laughs> Once you once you're in there like here, you do one of these. You do one of these. <laughs> it's a lot like it's, 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 a, it's a lot like. Has anybody has anybody seen that scene? Uh, you know, in in City Slickers, you remember that when he's giving birth to the cow? Yeah, it's a lot like that. So just knock on coughs? her cervix. Oh, what if she comes? <laughs> well, you just hope you've got it. You know, a nice strong wrist at that point. Yeah, well, you know. Are you going to be mean, walking around with a cast for the next month? <laughs> Her vagina broke my wrist. I don't know. Uh, no wonder I'm always doing this. You got to keep... <laughs> the fuck is wrong with my wrist? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What if you're wearing your watch? No, 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 no. That's what, you know, that's I what I was going to say. It's a lot like that thing. You end up losing the watch in there, and then you got real problems. <laughs> No, I only I only use the I only use the right hand to do that. I can't do that with my left hand. I only use the right hand because my my right hand my right arm is stronger than my left arm. <laughs> so yeah, it starts so you, to wear out. You yeah, know? so you you know you need that extra little bit of you know. Sometimes you gotta. Sometimes you hold your. Oh, you, you, you're trying. You're trying to. You're trying to make her squirt. Oh my god. No, 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 no. You do not need to do all that to make her squirt. No, no, no. If you have to do all that, then no, no. I, I don't let like. Let me just squirt. put it this way. No, no, it, no, no. Let me just put it this way. If you if you feel as though you actually have the ability to make a woman squirt, mm. 
you're probably going down the wrong road anyways. It really has nothing to do with you. Yeah, I don't I am I'm, I'm I'm anti-squirt. I'm pro quivering. All right. Yeah, I'm the quivering is good. Anti-squirt. Okay. Is good. The quivering. Can we get a ninja clap for that? Yeah, I can, <laughs> I can do that. I can do that. I can do that. I, I don't know. You know squirting is pretty always, nice, man. I always I always was really insecure because I don't squirt, but I quiver. And so, like, I was always insecure about that. So it's good to fucking know that there are some men that like that better. Yeah, because, like, I don't know. Some people take it, like, ego personal, too. It's yeah, You just take it as it goes. As long as, long as every what, – what was it? The old Alec Baldwin. I don't even remember what movie he said that. Something about sex being, like, Chinese dinner. It's not over until everybody gets their cookies or something like that. Yeah, that's all that really matters. Yeah. Agreed. Mmm, cookies. Aww. You know, Thank you, Melissa. You know, we talk about well, we're talking about independence and women, and when you see like an independent woman, right, like a, a independent woman, that she got her stuff going. You know, she got her own place, she got a car, she got nice clothes, she got money, and and then she just there's a walk, right? There's a walk, a swag mm-hmm. that she has, right? It's like she's walking on fucking clouds. Yeah, and I'm over there like want to be my heels. sugar mama. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, yeah. You know, it's a beautiful thing, but. The way I see it, I think we have to be dependent on each other. I think, you know, it's good to be independent for yourself, to build yourself up. But I think we do need each other. Yeah, I don't think there's mm-hmm. any lack of narcissism mm-hmm. in our society. Yeah, I think we point. need each yeah. other because if we don't need each other, what's the point? There's the balance. There's a balance yeah. to everything. Like mm-hmm. you see you see very powerful women. They tend to be more submissive in bed, as are mo- most powerful men. Oh, yeah. I'd have to, yeah. There's yeah. certainly a balance. You know, the, mm-hmm. the, the side that they're yearning and missing in their life is, mm-hmm. is where they want to be, where they want to mm-hmm. get. And that all subconsciously comes out in the bedroom. I feel like well, Heavenly is a very powerful girl in the bedroom. Oh, I'm actually more of a sub, but okay. That works. I, I'm leaning more into being. I don't know. You know I, I, more was, I was pretty sure I saw a strap on over on your toilet over there. You did not. Oh, <laughs> That's, that is definitely a curling iron. You know what's funny? She actually looked. <laughs> I did. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I just. <laughs> No, see, like, I, I love I love that whole dynamic, though, that, like, we do need each other because, like, to become the independent woman that I am today, like, uh, so many te- people had to teach me. Like, so many people, and um, a lot of them were male, and that's why I love, like, the masculine-feminine dynamic because I think we can learn a lot from each other because we operate so differently, and if we, if we can learn to connect better, like, I think there's a lot to offer each other. Even not just on a sexual level, but like just, you know, even asking for a raise, a man taught me how to do that and how to advocate for myself. So it, I think it's cool. We're approaching the hour. Yeah. Who wants yeah. to close it out tonight? Aww. I know it goes by really quick sometimes. Yeah, no, I mean, you know, our show, you think hour is a long time. It really isn't. You know, we just get mm-hmm. in the groove, you know, but that's great mm-hmm. because... Depends you know, on how much Lou is on. Mm-hmm. Oh, look at Brock. What's Hi, up, Brock? Brock? What's going on? Oh. You know, I mean, you know, at the end, independence is great, you know, but the idea of independence, right? Um, at the end of the day, 
we do need each other. We need we need each other to be great. And in order for us to be great, there has to be a self. There has to be a, a, a independence within yourself to be stronger, to be better. So you meet somebody with that same will, that same determination, and and then you grow together, and you keep doing it, and you teach that to your children, you teach that to your community how to, how to be better, how to move forward, how to progress, and um, it's a wrap after that. All right, that's how you do it. Thank you.